welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about. <laughs> that was a. I mean, like, I pressed the button and I somehow caught myself off guard there yeah. at the beginning of the recording. The podcast where we talk about what happens when you bully your cousin for too long. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And this week, we're going to wrap up Legacy of the Force, Book 5, Sacrifice, by covering chapters 21 through 24, right to the end of the book. We're there. We made it. We haven't made it yet. But before we get there, let's talk about previously on Forever Canon. Oh, I forgot to do bum bum bum. You just did it. You know what? (laughs) I did it. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Previously on Forever Canon. This is a tough one tonight already. Well, it started off as the oh, shit show last right. time, too. Uh, not cutting this. Bum, bum, bum. Previously on Forever Canon. Mara's gone hunting. Don't be mad, farm boy. Alana's got a new teddy. The hand lays a trap for Jason. Trap, immobilize, kill. That was last week. That was. It's in the past. This week, we start with chapter 21. And we start with, wouldn't you know it, a little blarb. Nukir adik shita'ab ichk ajla. Not gone. Merely marching far away. Mandalorian phrase for the departed. I think I fucking nailed that this one. Again. Not bad. Two. I know. A couple of those double vowels. It's tough. I don't know how to yeah, do back to back double vowels like that. I ain't mm-hmm. that tongue. But it sounds like just fucking Klingon, man. It really does. <laughs> like, I don't know. Coming out of my mouth, anyways. Oh, I bet you I'm not pronouncing it right. <laughs> hey, feel free to correct me. Forever Canon Podcast at gmail.com. How's my Mando? Just checking. So. I don't know what. All right. Yeah. Good, well, Not gone. Yeah. It's marching far away. It's like their version of spirituality. Yeah. We'll, we'll see him later. And like, okay. Okay. I get how fleshing out a language like this, like really enriches your fictional world. Right. Mm-hmm. That's such a good world building thing, but I am all done with this language. I'm done. I'm done with it. They either either it's garbage like this nonsense. There might be thirty vowels and four consonants right there. Okay, <laughs> and then it's either that or everything is Mando something. Can fuck this language. It's stupid. I don't. I don't like it. Man. It's getting on my nerves. You don't like the whole culture now. All of a sudden. <laughs> well, no, they're fine, but the way that they talk is really stupid. Ah. When they don't speak English. <laughs> I don't mean it like that, but but, no, but truly like I'm getting tired of this language. It's just Mando. Everything's called Mando something. Mando. It probably probably sounds better in Mando. I bet you it does. If you speak it correctly. If, if you could speak double vowels. Rude. Yeah. Well, don't repeat that children. (laughs) Chapter one, chapter one. Well, fucking flashback time. Chapter 21. Really starts on Kavan, where Mara has just pulled the trigger, pointed at Jason's face. Yeah, right at his eye. 
And wouldn't you know it, he doesn't die. <laughs> One last force blast from the depths of his desperation blocks the blaster shot and blows the bricks off of him like a bomb. Yeah, because Jason is the bomb. Yeah, so he basically force exploded. He kind of, he like, he's so close to Sith ascendancy that he it refuses to die. Yeah. That's what that, that's what that just was. Like, yeah. I'm so close and desperate to accomplish this goal and finish this sacrifice. Now that he's convinced that it's her, you know, the way, the, uh, as he has convinced himself when he's been moving through the tunnels. But he just, he, he re- refuses to die. And here, right here, he says, this is where he has his full dawning revelation. Mm-hmm. It's been slowly becoming more and more keen throughout the tunnels. It was Mara who had to die to fulfill his destiny. Killing her was the test. Ooh, that's your aunt. Yeah, that's your that's your apprentice's mom. That's Luke Skywalker's wife. Whenever you read these little sections, I just because I was reading along those two lines yeah. with you, there's so much more like gravity to what's going on than when I'm reading it by myself. I'm like, reading. Oh, that's cool. But I think that's that's more a function of just reading it out loud. I think so. You know, as you do, like we've said before, and like when I read a book and it describes the way a character looks, I so just blank page that in my brain <laughs> and don't process that information. And that's why when we started this book series and started the podcast, I w- wanted to make note of the first time we get a description of everybody. So I would read it out loud yeah. and cement it into my head. Zach is blonde. Yes, he is. Right. Oh, wait, it's no, he's not. No, <laughs> no it hasn't worked at all. Fuck. No, he has black hair. Does he? We may never know. Listen, fuck Zach. We're talking serious business here right now. (laughs) A moment of clarity finally for Jason. It has to be Mara. And they go the forcing firefecking Criffin Kavan at each other. (laughs) On Kavan. Exactly. I got it. Kavan was my stand-in for hell. Okay. Translate that, Mandos. Oh, I'll do it for you. Mando. (laughs) Translated. (laughs) Put that subtle accent on it. Yeah. Anyways, anyways. God, stop getting sidetracked, Tim. Somebody says at some point, I think Jason, this wasn't a duel. It was a brawl. Hey, I got fitted. It was. You got. I got. I got a fitted. You got a fitted in a different spot. Okay. <laughs> Last week, I said I had a fitted in my book. At whatever point, you got one, and, and and then so so we looked it up after the podcast, matching paragraph to paragraph. Tim has an old uh, paperback. I was gonna say soft cover. That's not right. I have the old hard cover. He has the old paperback. I had a fitted. He didn't. And now you do in a no, different spot. Now dude. I got fitted. Read that. Read the, the section to me. Just the sentence or whatever. Okay. It's, um, it's right after this. Um, whatever guided assist hand had to guide him now. But he was hurt and badly. Ben. 
He didn't know where Ben fitted into this. <laughs> At a different spot. Yeah. That's unbelievable, And because man. our books are different, I don't know if it if it helps you at all, but mine's on page 372. Honestly, no, I can't. I'm trying to skim real fast and look at it while listening to you. No, I can't find it. But we'll compare and get back to you guys next week. <laughs> it's, my, it's my second page of the chapter, if that that, that also helps. Ah, it's too late. Now. All right. But I yeah, like that you did fitted. get a fitted in there. I got a fitted. You got your own special fitted. Well, this action scene is amazing. Oh, it's so at, good. As we say about all the dope action scenes, go read it for yourself. I'm not going to describe beat for beat for you. Just... Go read it because it's great. She nearly takes his head off. She, Mara, nearly takes Jason's head off with a Shoto and the Vibroblade. But Jason's final hope is a quick illusion of Ben. He casts a minor illusion on himself to make him look like Ben. And for a split second, it gives him that extra time. Yeah, and in the hyper quick, like, the force sensitivity that you're in the middle of the most amount of force power you've probably ever drawn in on yourself. Atomic Anakin style. Yeah. Trying to stay alive in the cave because you're about to ascend to Sith mastery. And he gets that one extra second to jam a poison dart into Mara's leg. And as she falls back, Jason says, Oh, it's done. Like in a very, anticlimactic way yeah. as they're brutally hand to hand trying to murder each other. And then it's just dart in the leg. You got a fucking dart in your neck. And then staggered. She just staggers off of him, you know, slowly becoming paralyzed by the poison or whatever. And he's just like, Oh, I did it. Yeah. You know, like it was kind of like a, a really I don't know. That was a well-written moment. Yeah. You know, there was no like pomp and circumstance to it. It wasn't epic. It wasn't. No, it was fighting for your life. And oh my God, I I survived. The overall arching overall fight was epic and amazing. But the moment like the, yeah, the deciding moment was not, it was like a sneaky little underhanded thing. Yeah. He He played a trick on her, which is her move. And then poisoned her, which is her move. Mm hmm. And it's not good. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> he says, Oh, it's done. He even surprised himself. The long awaited, much debated sacrifice wasn't Tunnel Ka or Elon, uh, <laughs> or even Ben. After all, it was Mara. Jason tries to explain to her while she's dying. This isn't a Palpatine thing. I'm not desperately and gleefully, gluttonously grasping for power. I didn't mean to throw triple G alliteration in there, but I love it. I accidentally did. Um, but he's like, this isn't a Palpatine thing. It's not about the power. It's about peace. I'm going to give the world peace. Your sacrifice of being my sacrifice is going to bring the world peace. He's trying to give her peace in her yeah. final moments before she dies. That's a good guy thing to do. It's Ish. pretty nice. And but is it or is it his like desperate he needs so badly to to um like self-verify yeah, to still be the good guy? Yeah, exactly. He needs his motives to be understood so that he doesn't want Mara to die thinking he's a bad guy. Yeah. He that's the last thing he wants. But she's not buying it. Oh, no. 
And Mara's last words. You think you've won, she said. Slurred, but utterly lucid and unafraid. But Luke will crush you. And I refuse to let you destroy the future for my Ben. Ben was the last word she ever spoke. And I have... Yeah. The highest concentration of goosebumps on my body right now that I think I ever could. <laughs> Most bumps per square Even inch. if I did put a little bit of a Nolan's drawl on that to make it sound slurred, uh, I didn't really love that. I chose that, but yeah. it was a choice. <laughs> but her last word is Ben. Cut to a different part of Kavan. <laughs> yes. Lumaya feels the massive shift in the force. And she's heading now to help Jason, knowingly going to her own death. Cut to another place on Kavan. Ben feels it too. Ben whispered into his mind as he screams, Mom! In a much more screamy, passionate way. Yeah. My kids are asleep. (laughs) (laughs) You know, cut to. Yeah. The Perlemian trade route. Luke feels a hand brush his hair and knew his world had ended. Oh, that's another good one. That's brutal. That's a oh. brutal little line, man. Yeah. It's yeah. Just the yeah. hand brushes his hair in such a familiar way. She did it right before she left, didn't she? And then she was like, she was going to risk a kiss, but didn't. She settled for talking to him and touching his hair or something. Yeah, something like that. Left. And then so she touches him again through the force as she as she dies. dies. Oh, boy. And so now you and I, we've read this before. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many of our listeners out there have read this before. But if you haven't, I'm sorry to tell you, we knew it all along. <laughs> yeah. We always knew it was going to be Mara. Of all the things we talk about not remembering out of the books. <laughs> This was not one of those I'm, I'm glad we remembered one of the pivotal moments this in the series. This was such a monstrous moment in the whole canon at the time. Yeah. In the forever canon. It was a monstrous moment. Mara Jade Skywalker, who had been around and stuff since like the early 90s or something. Dead. Dead in 2008. She did. Or whatever. Like 20-something years she was kicking around. Yeah. Or almost 20, I mean. Poof. Dead. Chewbacca. Just died a few years ago in the other book series. Yep. And then the, the New Jedi Order. Another monster character sacrifice to sell the gravity of the story that you're telling. Yeah. because Not to sell it, I should say, if, because it fits the gravity of the story that yeah. you're telling, right? Because, like, like, Mara wasn't so much a... a pivotal person as far as, like, what most people would know, unless sure, they're exactly. familiar with it. But when when Chewie died, I was like, no, <laughs> that was so sad. It was so sad. He it, got crushed by a moon. And <laughs> what a way to go. But and I think it, he it saved Anakin. Oh, it works occasionally killing off a big character because these people are dealing with a galactic level yeah. of threat of threat. Danger. So people constantly. Are, yeah. For people decades. are going to die. Yeah. And it 
is kind of stupidly plot armor that it's not them more often. If they yeah. weren't all superheroes, then you wouldn't be willing to excuse it as much. But like, yeah, Chewie wasn't. Yeah. You know, he he did. <laughs> he is. They killed Anakin, too, in the last series. Yeah, yeah that's a couple big ones. And now Mara Jade. She's dead. I wasn't invested as much in Anakin, but the book is called Sacrifice. Yeah, she is on the cover. Yeah, if that wasn't a, that, that's that's a giveaway. Yeah, I mean, yep. In case you in case you couldn't tell at the end of the last episode, I was doing a trick on you. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no funeral for Jason just yet. No. So now, Jason has killed his aunt. Lumaya called him the new Dark Lord when she was talking to Ship. Yeah. What comes next? From the prophecy and the tassels. He's what comes next? He's good. He's gotta get a pet somewhere. Yeah, so he needs an apprentice. He's gotta do other things. Took him five books to get to, to do one thing. No shit. Eh? <laughs> Hopefully he wraps up the rest of this prophecy. Lickety split. Maybe the rest is easier. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that did seem like a hard, like a tough one. First yeah. of all, it was hard enough to figure out, but Hey, if you want to, if you want to check out the tassels, go check them out. Chapter 26 of betrayal. They out there. We were talking about it last week after the show and it doesn't, they don't seem to really match up super well. What the Sorry. uh the prophecy of the tassels? No, with, like the specific occurrences in the story so far. Yeah, no, it kind of goes with the one of the little blurby things. By that, maybe I'm just like missing the subtlety of a lot of stuff. Yeah, which isn't beyond me. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's no, it's not out of reach. It's very possible. Well, we I read this whole book series twice before this, and I'm. I missed like half of it, <laughs> like for real. Yeah, the tassels are tough. I don't know, but Mara Jade Skywalker is dead. She is dead. Chapter twenty-two has a little uh, bunch of words at the beginning of it. I don't know what's happening, Mandalore, but the amount of secure GA com traffic flying around the Hapen cluster now has to be seen to be believed. Major panic ongoing. Stand by. Goran Bavine, surveillance expert, reporting back from the nearby Roche asteroid field prior to launch of the Besulik. So Boba Fett's friend, Bavine, from the farm, is letting him know something crazy just happened out here. Something's going on. Something super duper serious. Apes. It's sure busy for some reason. Yeah. Cut to... G-A-G Stealth X on Zyost. Jason went to Zyost. Not entirely sure why. But he is sitting in the cockpit of his Stealth X. Resting, healing, meditating. Maybe he went there to draw upon the dark energy of the of the place to help him recover quicker or something like that. I wonder if, because... The dark side's not supposed to be able to really heal through meditation like the light side is. Mm -hmm. I wonder if he's kind of lost that ability kind of now. Well, no, because he says he totally sits here in a healing trance and heads back to Coruscant within like eight hours or something like that. And he was almost just murdered. 
Like, she almost killed the shit out of him. Well, yeah. She had a knife to his face. She slashed his face all up a couple he times. He got she crushed by got rock. jugular. He got crushed by a cave-in. Okay, yeah. And then, but then he, he does specifically say that he's going to stay in the cockpit for a while in a healing trance. You know, all yeah. the regular post-murder Yeah, all, those things you do. No doubt. Bed, bath, and takeout is next. No doubt. Uh, yep. No doubt. He's also now... For whatever reason, heavily doubting that Mara was the sacrifice. Can we stop doing this with Jason? Every fucking <laughs> time we end a chapter, he just totally starts with a f- brand new, fresh slate of thoughts on the next one. Can we have like some carryover between his decisiveness of, you know, his path? He just. What was what did I just say? It was a revelation to him. I'm yeah. Read it, again. it was Mara who had to die to fulfill his destiny. It was a revelation. It was so obvious to him hours ago. Well, I think he's having just as much time interpreting those stupid little tassels as we are. And maybe he's also it's regret. You know? Maybe it's regret making it feel like it wasn't the right thing to do. Maybe that's how he's manifesting his regret is in doubt. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. That got deep for a second. Maybe it is. But as, as soon as you put the word manifest in there, yeah. things automatically Sounds go good. deeper. It's a five fucking dollar word right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Forever can podcast. Use it all the time. Com. Manifest us an email about how good it is. How great our vocabulary is. I must have said fuck 45 times while fucking ready. So. Hey. Hey, just because it, just because you don't have to use it doesn't mean it's not part of the repertoire. Well, it's like uh, when I'm tired, my brain just goes lazy mode and ah, pick, picks yeah. that word a lot. Yeah, okay. I get As it. you do. Also, uh-huh. I'm a filthy potty mouth all my life, and you know this. So he's thinking to himself, that wasn't the sacrifice. It should have felt more epic. And this is in quotes here he expected to taste the spiritual and existential transformation, he expected it to be way more substantial. Yeah. Then, oh, it's done. <laughs> like, you know, that's kind of a reflection of, of his last thought there when he killed his aunt. It's he's still he's I guess he still is emotionally kind of on the same wavelength. Just stepped away from certainty. But yeah, it's it's very it didn't feel like a big enough thing. Mucho, mucho dodo for Senor Solo It's mucho. No gracias. <laughs> But Lumaya arrives just in time to reassure him she is certain it's done. She felt it. And her right in her loins. Felt it. She tells him he's got tracks to cover. No shit, eh? She tells him everybody fucking knows you're at hapes, you idiot. If in case you couldn't tell already. And she calmed the hapen fleet, and everybody knows. Everybody knows everything. Other than who killed her. She asks about Mara's body, and he says she didn't become discorporeal. I mean, Lumaya says that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was kind of surprised. AKA dissolve her body into a forest ghost. That is kind of weird, eh? Why Why would you not do that? Especially given the circumstances of being murdered. You could totally just ghost over and tell everyone to look yeah, the fuck out. Yeah, really. Right? Moving forward. The, the motivation that they give her is that she left her body behind as evidence to prove that Jason did a bad thing and that it wasn't anybody else. 
Couldn't you just turn into a ghost and like and whoop, talk to space phone Luke Skywalker and be like, hey, wake up, sleepyhead, because I bet you're fucking sleeping. <laughs> uh, or just come to him in a dream. <laughs> you won't believe it then. No. Oh, Mara. Oh, it was a dream. Oh, God. No, but seriously, like, it, wouldn't that be more uh, efficient? Yeah. Maybe she just didn't know how. Luke says uh, later that they had, like, talked about it before and never kind of landed on a what they were going to do with themselves when they died. Cause you know, you're superhero Jedi. You're never going to die. You're so certain going into that cave. Yeah. So, so sure. And everything she told everybody next <laughs> time, when I come back, we're going to have a hug. When I come back, we're going to have a talk and fix your son. When I come back, a lot of stuff. Well, you could have came back as a ghost and fixed a lot. of. This. Yeah. And just talk to people. Just could have got it all fitted. Yeah. It would have been fine. But no, she didn't. So, again, we're just not going to communicate with each other, even from beyond the grave. That's cool. Instead, Lumaya plans to be number one suspect of Mara's murder, drawing Luke and Jedi attention while Jason consolidates his governmental power with his Sith power. All right. It's it's, it's a decent plan. She's going to be a target. She's going to make herself a target. Jason heals up a bit more before heading to Coruscant. And just like that, our our little field trip to Zyos is over. Yeah, as we cut done. to shoo, the Fountain Palace on Hapes, where Luke is numb. There was an insulating gauze of numbness holding Luke together, and it took triple repetition to penetrate it. The first to stop him thinking that he hadn't even said goodbye to Mara and was asleep when she left. Always asleep. The second to stop him racking his brains for the last words he'd said to her, which he couldn't recall. And the third to stop him seeing in his mind's eye her scribbled note that he'd balled up and used to plug a hole in his cockpit console and that he had now lovingly smoothed flat and would keep with him for the rest of his life. Gone hunting for a few days. Don't be mad at me, farm boy. Luke is on hapes. And he's right. His life has ended. He is like in a shell-shocked sort of numbness. Laying on the couch at hapes. On the royal couch. Yeah. I don't... It's probably comfy. I don't like this. And why? Oh, I mean emotionally, personally. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's yeah, great. Yeah. It's great. From okay. A, uh, from a uh, analytical standpoint. There's just been so many things that you haven't liked for some it's weird reason. <laughs> it's totally true. It's totally a fair <laughs> assessment. But no, I just mean this hurts me and I don't like it. <laughs> no, no. I want to feel numb too. I don't like this. It no. It hurts my feelers. Tunnel Ka announces Jane is here. Han and Leia call to say they're on their way. Here we go. Everybody's coming together. <laughs> it took a it took a massive loss. It but... took the death of Mara Jade, the Hand Skywalker, to get Han and Leia to come anywhere near anything. Their family. Because yeah, it actually hasn't said where they've been this whole time. I know they're just not in the book. <laughs> ah, weird. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll get a, a half paragraph exposition yeah. off in the corporate up. sector or something yeah no stupid. in a fucking cantina somewhere yeah yeah in a dark cantina huh. oh and then it's gonna be a business meeting oh and then it's gonna be actually an assassination oh and then who knows who could die next 
Anybody could die next. Tanelka. Oh, I already said that she announced Jaina's there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Jaina tells Luke she's done with all the personal stuff of Zek and Jag. She's done with it. It's all foolishness. Oh, God, please, yes. She's just going to concentrate on making Lumaya pay. Sword of the Jedi, don't you know? I chopper, chopper, sword, Jedi. Okay. But why is her first instinct to tell him, I'm not going to focus on my boyfriends anymore, Uncle Luke. I'm going to focus on being the sword of the Jedi. Bro, nobody gives a shit at this point. <laughs> no. Because you ain't been doing nothing for five bucks. Should have started doing that a while ago. Just watching fucking pull-up competitions. Yeah. Get it on. But Luke snaps at her. My wife, my revenge, don't take it from me. He's going dark. Luke is getting dark, dark Luke again. He's ready to repeat his wife's mistake. Of denying Jaina's help. Wouldn't you know? Or anybody else's for that fact. You know what he's going to do? He's going to go after her himself. Aha. That'll fix everything. But angry Luke is not something we see very often. So, Especially not in action. Yeah. Normally you see angry Luke pitter-pattering around the Jedi Temple. Deciding what to do over something that he's mad about. Or upset about. Or whatever. Yep. This is action. I'm I'm awake, Luke. Yeah, yeah. He's going to do something. <laughs> wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey, Luke. Cut to Keldabe, Mandalore. Ooh, pretty ship. They got their pretty ships out. Yes, they do. And there's more Mandos on Mandalore than the Mandalore knows what to do with. And I. Feel like I put the right inflection on those. Two you did. Things. I felt good about it, but I hate this language. Okay, it's enough. Listen to that sentence I just said, and it makes sense in context, and that's stupid in and of itself. More Mandos on Mandalore than the Mandalore knows what to do with. That sounds like a fucking children's tongue twister. Stupid, stupid language. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. And how come that's the only word that doesn't sound like <laughs> crab juice from The Simpsons? Like, what? Why? Mando. Mm, it's just a word. I don't know. We only have one good word, so we use it. I didn't for everything. write the language. I know. Okay, you know what? You're right. I'm yelling at you right now. I know. And I really, I want to be yelling to you. But you're not commiserating with me, so now you're part of the fucking problem. Oh, all right. <laughs> Moving on. I see how it is. I hate this language. Okay. Email me. Convince me I'm wrong. You know the fucking email. You, uh, you just want me to email. Send me an email. Mando, 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 Mando. I'm tired of them. Tired yeah. of them talking. Mando. E- email Mandalore a bunch of times just and just see what happens. Talk Mandalish anymore at me. I don't want to hear it. It's dumb. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> Sorry if I've offended any Mandos out there, and I truly mean that. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> pick a better language. Boba Fett heads to the calf for celebrations over all this money and all the people returning and the new tech and the new ship and the Beskar, and he finds Bavine filling all the Mando Mando 
in on Mara and Hapes. Fett has an actual emotion. Fett wouldn't have traded places with any of the Solos or Skywalkers. They were a tragically unhappy dynasty, and even if sympathy was something nobody paid him to have, he understood the loss of a parent and a child. Boba Fett yeah. has some feelings about the Skywalkers. The, the, solos. Is, the whole end of this book is just pulling at you. Which is so at good. The emotions. Yeah, it is. But it's so good for him, like, because he always says, it's just, I just do business. Yeah, it's the, just the Killing is just time. business, and contracts on Han Solo is just business. It's nothing personal. And I actually feel pity for them, you know? Or, yeah. Or sympathy or whatever. Both. Boba feelings, man. Boba, Boba Groans. Oh, I like I like Boba feelings. You like Boba feelings? <laughs> I like even, Boba feelings. That wasn't even a written note, man. That was off the cliff. I, I like Boba feelings. Me too. <laughs> yeah, a little, <laughs> little Bobica feelings. Yeah. That sounds worse, but I like Boba feelings. What a cursed family, truly. Truly cursed. Cur- yeah. Cursed, even, if you will. When Jason's name pops up, so does Murta's voice. He killed my mom. <laughs> Join the club, right? Yeah. This guy's out here murking everybody's mom. <laughs> he don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll kill any mom to bring peace to the galaxy, except the one that gave birth to my child. Yeah. Any of your moms? <laughs> this is him on a podium. That's <laughs> like Palpatine pointing to everybody in the, in the empire. I'll kill any of your moms. Not mine. No, not my baby mama. No. Your moms. <laughs> expendable. Hey, yeah. For well, peace look, guys though. For peace. We'll lock up your moms. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Yeah. This is getting out of hand. Okay. Fett feels her disappointment, though, in his reaction, because he doesn't say, let's go kill this son of a solo. It's fair feckin' Criffin nerf herder. Ooh, nerf herder. It's genetic. This is. (laughs) He might be scruffy looking even by now. I don't know. But Fett's reaction, Boba Phelan says, send Han Solo a pair of crush gaunts and armor and write... With deepest sympathy. <laughs> that's a gangster move. Yeah. That's that's some godfather shit right there. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, your son did a bad thing, eh? Here's something to kill him with and something to protect you from him. Because it's Beskar armor. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, resists a lightsaber blade, at least. Yeah. I, and, believe, I believe he even says our f- a pair of our finest yes. crush you know? guns. Give him the best shit yeah. <laughs> to kill that little puke. That's gangster move, man. And I, well, Boba Feelers is, is pretty sick. Yeah. I like him. Cut to. Shh. Did I say that backwards? Shh. Cut to. Apes cluster. It doesn't matter. It None doesn't. of the format of anything I say matters because nothing I say matters. It's just, it, it, you like it. In I your just head. like consistency in yeah. my life. That's all. Shh. Cut to. Hapes cluster. Better. Luke can feel Lumaya near. Letting she's letting herself be known and yeah. found in the force. He rejects Corin Horn's help. Wouldn't you know? Yeah. Well, fine. He's in denial of Mara's death, he says. He knows it. 
He's just too focused right now to let him accept the finality of the whole thing. He's throwing himself into a mission to distance himself from facing reality. That's that's pretty pretty simple human emotion. It's pretty uh, realistic. He calms out to empty space because he can feel her out there. I knew you'd find time for me. And Lumaya answers, no point in running. Let's finish this. Again, the last five or six chapters of this book. Zero screwing around. Yeah. <laughs> with killing each other at yeah. all. Like everybody's just being very upfront about what they want to do. <laughs> hey, let's fight to the death. Hey, huh? Let's do it. I'm I'm pre I'm appreciating the conciseness of it. After all of bit. the shifty sneaking around in the background yeah. and stuff, especially from her and Alema, <clears throat> it is a nice change of pace for everybody to just be like, "Hey, look me in the fucking eyes. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kill you. Right I'm now. gonna I'm gonna stab you in your face, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna murder you. I'm fully confident. <laughs> so, well, it's on. <laughs> Luke sees the sphere and begins pursuit. They both land on Terrafon, which, if we will remember, was the Duke of Galney's planet where she had her little farm of hostages or whatever the hell was going whatever on. Whatever was going on there. What was going on there? Oh, they were... She Who was she trying to lure there? They were trying to kill some Jedi to... Blame Jane it on Tenel Ka. Jane and Zek was there. Yeah, they were trying to kill them to blame it on Tenel Ka to overthrow her or some shit like that. Yeah, and then Ben and all those. Yeah, Ben dudes. came up and like saved he he was their compass with the GAG. That's yeah. right. That all happened on Terraform. You heard it here first, yeah. <laughs> or probably read it ten to twelve years ago. For, well, maybe not twelve. At, at the most. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Math. It's just this shit writes itself. Okay. So he follows the ship. Down I think the, some hard work went down to the these. surface of Terraform. And we are treated to a one-on-one Luke v. Lumaya showdown on top of a cliff. Beautiful. Yeah. On like a flat, mesa, giant cliff overlooking just a background of beautiful wilderness on these fucking Hapen planets. Like they look, they're all amazing. Imagine that, like that vista in like a movie, like the two of them just going at it at the top of a cliff it's great go read it yeah it's great now lumaya tells luke one more time it's nothing personal when i killed mara it was nothing personal he hears these words and does not have a thought to deny them mm-hmm. full truth Coming out of this lady of the Sith. When I killed Mara, it was nothing personal. Just serving the dark side. And do I believe her finally that none of this is personal? Maybe. I, I do. Yeah, I do. You're convinced? I'm, I'm convinced. I'm never convinced. I'm just, I can't be. But now would be the time to make it personal, no? I mean, I guess, it's yeah. Your, it's your last chance. Someone's going to die here. And as Luke batters her backwards, relentless, furious, and she slips off the edge of the cliff, he reaches out a hand and catches her. Oh, Lord. 
I'd never let you fall, Luke said, and pulled her back to safety. As she straightened up, he looked her in the eyes, calm, eerily calm, and swung his lightsaber in a single decapitating arc. Now he could breathe again. Okay, all right. Yep. <laughs> Different ending to the hand-holding, and I like it. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, I know she's a bad guy, but even even for Luke, that was a little little dark of him. That was very dark. He <laughs> had okay. How many times have we talked throughout the course of the book of like the accidental killing people? Yeah, and it's you know it's a lighter burden to bear when you just either let somebody fall to their death like that, accidentally shoot a pilot up through telephone wires. <laughs> you know, he pulled her back up looked her in the face and cut her head off. Yep. Because he could have just, you know, in a fury rage, killed her while she was rolling back to her feet. And I'm, I'm making like just simple buttering the bread motions with my hands right now because that's probably what lightsabers do to bodies. <laughs> yep. Not a lot of resistance, I would imagine. But no, he waits for her to get up and look at him. And he cuts her fucking head off. Yeah. Tim, Lumaya is dead. She's dead. She Lumaya is dead, dead. A major villain, a major character, and a major powerful force user. Gone. Our two most prevalent female characters are now dead. And not just that. The only other Sith is dead. Yes. Jason truly has ascended. He is the Dark Lord of the Sith. Yep. There is no other. He is the only Sith. Uh, that'll never do. Cut to Kavan. Where Ben went straight to his mom's side. 14-year-old Ben holding his dead mom, hoping for a sign of life. Lieutenant Ben knows this isn't coming. And he's taking in all the evidence that he can through his eyes and his mind. In a detached empty sort of way and a similar thing to what Luke was doing. Yeah, he took pictures. Take on the mission instead of the emotion. Yeah. Suddenly, someone else arrives at this unknown spot. Who could ever possibly find this spot? Yes, random spot. Ben knows immediately. It's someone I can't feel in the force. And he says, hello, Jason. Jason, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Is this not crime 101? Uh, don't return to the scene of the crime? Yeah. What are you doing? I think... Especially out, within a short time frame where you've been told the entire Hapen fleet is looking for stuff and knows what the fuck is going on. And it's a giant high alert situation out there. Like, what are you doing? Aren't you supposed to be smart? Well, it or this he could turn this around. Like he was he was leaving the system. Everybody knew he was there. But somehow point. Ben found her. Right? Yeah. So and he felt it too. You've and... got that right there. But why the hell did Lumaya not do this? If you're going to get rid of the body, how about send the person you're trying to frame for the crime? Instead of the person you're trying to draw attention away from. Yeah. I mean, you have two choices. 
One of them is smart. One of them is not that. I just, there he fucking just shows up in the cave. Like you stupid bitch. Like what? Hello, Jason. That was it. That was it right there. He knew it was Jason who showed up and he knows somewhere in the back of his mind with this accumulation of dishonesty and disloyalty and disingenuous assignment of missions and all the different ways that he's led Ben astray. Yep. Hello, Jason. You dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah, because Ben notices right away. Because Ben's like, Ben th- thinks the same thing it's I so just said. Stupid. Yeah, he thinks the same thing I, I I said was maybe he felt in the forest and he came here too. Yeah. But then he's like, but I'll make a note of it anyway. But just maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just. Oh, and Ben wants to go see his dad now. And me, yeah, when you know. A little minor uh, note. Finally. Uh, but, like, I just, I can't, maybe Jason is just rattled. Maybe he's not thinking clearly, and maybe he's just making poor decisions. But for a man who just ascended to the <laughs> lordship of the Sith, are you really that dumb? You're going to go get that body yourself? Are you that dumb? Yeah. You can get a hold of a lemma. You could have sent Lumaya. That's really, that's a really stupid oversight. For it really is. logic here. It really Who, is. I just, I've. Well, he's very up and down, so. Chapter 23. Not even any more words on that. <laughs> nah, only words at the beginning of chapter 23. All right. Lawyers for former GA chief of state, Cal Omas, have slammed the Justice Department for the delay in bringing charges against him. Omas, currently under house arrest, is said to be pressing for a public trial. A GAG spokesman said today that investigations were still ongoing. H&E News Bulletin. So they haven't charged him yet? They haven't charged him, but he's under house arrest, so it's not like Well, why haven't they charged him? What are you waiting for? I don't know. You have all the evidence you could ever need. Yeah, the charges are there. So... Oh, duh. They're waiting for Jason to get back. Oh, duh. Nyathal and Gasil don't want to m- take action behind his back and move forward without him. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Maybe we're coming up with reasons to explain the stupid things. Maybe. But that they don't actually exist. I don't know. That's the fun of fiction. You know, you fill in the blanks however you want. Either it's stupid or you find a way to make it make sense. And we don't know really how long it's been. It's been uh, only one, maybe two days as far as we know. Could be. Could be weeks. I don't even. That could be the whole time frame of the whole book series. Yeah. Everything's happening quick time. I would guess not. But Quick time player. <laughs> It's going to take a long time to load, I bet. Oh, yeah. But the chapter 23 really starts. Stupid name for a program. On Keldabe Mandalore. The old man, who we met earlier, who had some words for Boba Fett of kindness. He said, oh, you're a good dude or whatever. Yeah. He's come to read Boba Phelan's wife's heart of fire necklace. There's memories in it. Space magic. He and Myrta want to know where and how she died. And he's like, I'm getting a planet called Phaedra. It's a lead. He asks Myrta if his daughter Aelin was ever happy. 
Boba Fett wants to know, is my daughter ever happy? Nope. <laughs> Mirtha says, nope. How about you? <laughs> he says, not since Geonosis. Damn, man. Yeah, so 65 years of being unhappy. So, like, that's a commentary on the effect of having your parents killed. Yeah. Because and- that just happened to Ben, right? So that's Ooh. the commentary to carry over to what's going to be happening with him is a lifetime of unhappiness. <laughs> He's only 14. Y- you <laughs> enjoy that. He's Boba threw, Fett was like 10. He threw even more darkness into that. <laughs> hey, man, his mom just got yeah. murdered. Hey, your mom died. That sucks. You know what's going to suck just as bad? <laughs> You're going to be unhappy for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what's going to suck even more? When you find out it was your cousin, for sure. Yeah. Uh, your idol, for sure. Oh, he's going to have problems. It's going to be a sad life. <laughs> That's what happens. Oh, Not boy. happy since Geonosis. Ben, never been happy since Kavan. That'll be the story. That's when his emotions got all borked. Dad capitation, that'll do it. That will do it. Cut two. Well, he picked up his head after. That's dumb. Yeah, well, I mean, people make dumb decisions when they're in shock, like returning to the scene of the crime. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Is that explaining? Does that work? I I guess. I don't know. It it works as good as anything else. That's right. I'm okay with it. Well, it bought him 80 years of sadness so far, and maybe 150 more if that cure works out. (laughs) Bling, bing, 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 jackpot. Cut to Ocean. Uh, the ship. Yes. <laughs> outside Carillion space. Not just uh, an ocean outside Carillion space. Jason's return to the front lines. Bum, bum, ba-dum. But now, on his own, ascended as a Sith master, brings a change. Just with no effort or investment of time at all, a brand new force power emerges. Yeah. He's casually... Looking at the like the battle uh, like formations on their like 3D hologram projector, mm. and he just starts declaring, pointing at the enemy fleet, their feet, <laughs> <laughs> pointing at the enemy's fleet, declaring what they're gonna do. This guy's gonna go here for this reason. This ship's gonna go here. This whole unit is gonna be over here for this reason, and. He realizes it dawns on him. Oh shit! I can see all this. Yeah, <laughs> he's a Sith Lord now. Yeah, without any real well, okay, he killed Mara, so that's some effort. But without any real development no of his study, force powers no or extra, nothing, he's a Sith Lord. Lumaya had promised him a battlefield awareness and judgment that made ordinary battle meditation look like a finger painting. To sense and coordinate by the power of his mind and will alone. A power that only came to fruition in the master of the Sith. It's me. It really is. It was Mara's sacrifice after all. I accept that now. But I still don't understand the prophecy. And I don't like what I don't understand. Welcome to my relationship with Mandalorian. I don't like what I don't understand. But mm-hmm. homeboy's got a fancy new power. It happened. Yeah. It happened. He's a Sith Lord. Master. Whatever. He is the only one. 
And he's got this magic power now where he can not only sense, but also very uh, distinctive word there, coordinate across the battlefield with just his mind and will alone. Coordinate, I'm sure, meaning coerce. Yeah. <laughs> um, being Seth and all. There's only one other one like one other Sith that I know of in the books that's been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But way way back in the Bane books. Somehow it was definitely going to be inherited power here. Yeah. Interesting. But it happened. And it's beautiful. The boy has ascended. And it was beautiful. I like the end of it. Cut to. Wait. Cut to? No. Cut to. Off we go. Jedi shuttle and the Hapes cluster. Silgal has Mara's body draped and covered on a table. She tells Luke it was poison and gives him time alone with her. Luke starts looking her over, having some last moments, and Ben arrives and destroys Luke's peace. Luke's sitting there, petting her hair, looking at her face, touching her lips, what have you, saying, it's okay, I got her. She's dead. We, I got justice. I got revenge. Lumaya is dead. Ben walks in and ruins his life even more. He says it wasn't Lumaya. Ben was near Lumaya when Mara died. It couldn't have been her. One last time. Lumaya had done it again. She fooled him one last time. Manipulated him one last time. Thwarted him one last time. And it broke something deep, deep inside him. Yeah. Oh my God, it hurts even worse now, man. This poor idiot. <laughs> yeah, really. Holding hands and chasing boots and missing opportunities to kill her all along the way for decades, really, realistically. But one last yeah. time. He finally gets around to killing her, and it was not for the reason that... He thinks he's got peace. He thinks he's got justice. Destroyed. Ben walks in and snatches that away. Never to be happy again. <laughs> Chapter 24 starts with words, don't you know? A message to Hapen Fleet Ops, originating station, Terraphon. Unregistered and unidentified ship notified to us by Jedi Master Skywalker has been removed without authorization from Tuana City. Please advise Master Skywalker that we regret this act of theft while the vessel was in our jurisdiction and will meet any claim for compensation. Ship's been stolen. Or just took off on its own. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, fuck. <laughs> I, no, but maybe not. Otherwise, why would he have been on the temple on Zios for forever? Was he Was he sleeping? I don't think so. I think he was awake when Ben got there. So maybe he needs a pilot. Uh, but it was... Kind of like buried. Yeah, maybe that was part of the problem. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it can f just decide what it wants to do. You had me confused there for a minute because you said he. Oh, ship? Yeah. Instead sorry. of it? I know, yeah. It's a he confused. to me because I'm a dude. And so I just casually assign my own gender to genderless things to process it more simply in my brain. 
because I'm a simple little monkey boy. All right, that's but, fair. You know, um, yeah, it ship, <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> ship. I don't know. Maybe it can just fucking bounce off on its own. I would think that. But it if it can. can't, who stole it? Jason's gone. Jason doesn't want it. Alema. He might want it now. Yeah, he might want it now. And he was in the system. Because, I mean, Ben just synced him. But I'm assuming he came back on his X-Wing. Who knows, man? Ship's gone rogue. Yeah. Chapter really starts, once again, on Keldabe Mandalore. The Mandos are heading out to bomb Mercana. You know, the people who are ripping off the uh, bug guy's uh, cell phone technology? Mm-hmm. Don't worry. They called ahead to warn the people. Get out of your factories. Get out of your shipyards. We're coming to blow your shit up. Okay? Get out of here. Yeah. If you would, if you don't want to die, get the fuck out. That's, that's pretty. That's decent. I like that. That's pretty decent. Yeah. For, yeah. for a bunch of Mandalorians, you know? Like, hey, listen. It's a job. Yeah. It's just a job. This isn't personal. Another theme brought up over and over again throughout the books. This isn't personal, man. It's just about... Doing the right thing in whatever capacity. Yeah. <laughs> just doing our job. We don't need to kill you, so please. Just... Don't make us kill you. Yeah. Myrta, though, has news for Boba Felins. She found that planet, Phaedra. She found the name that they heard from the ba- the, the old man. She says, look at this picture of your not dead wife frozen in carbonite. Nice touch. She yeah. ain't dead. She's, in, She's in a storage locker on Phaedra because she belonged to somebody who died. And he didn't have a will. So for decades and decades, she's been frozen in carbonite sitting in a dark locker. Yeah. Oh, did. Oh, did you not feel bad enough yet at the end of this book? <laughs> no. <laughs> Remember how you haven't been happy for 85 years? <sighs> yeah. How's that guilt going to land? Decades of not looking for her, assuming she was dead, and and not looking into it because she hated your guts and you're a pussy and didn't want to face the emotional backlash. Here's your yeah. not dead wife. Duh. <laughs> yeah. She might come out all sweaty and blind and shaky, but yeah, oh yeah, alive. Like Han was only in carbonite for a little bit. This has been decades. Apparently alive, despite what you've thought for decades. Luke loses his wife. Boba Felins finds his. Oh, well done. There's a nice balance, well, nice balance. symmetry there, with equal amounts of darkness. Yeah. And ugliness. Oh my god, you didn't even look for her for so long. Maybe you did and just had no way of finding her. But It's Boba Fett. Man. He would have done it. Boba Boba's got the hookup. Yeah. He can find it if he can find a cure for cloning, aging, you can find a cure for knowing where your wife is. Yeah. <laughs> cure that up real quick. Cut to the Anakin Solo. Jason has figured it out. He has fitted the last piece, if you will. Uh-huh. Eh? And Karen lays it out straight. 
Jason killed Ben's love and admiration for him. That was the sacrifice. While simultaneously immortalizing Ben's love for Mara. Mm -hmm. He will never stop loving her now. He will, she will never, you know, be able to live long enough to become the, the villain. She will never have another disagreement with him. His mom was murdered in a mystery and it will immortalize Ben's love for her. The sacrifice was Ben's love and admiration for Jason because he realized now I like that a lot. I need that. And I, it's like a defect uh, that I've been feeding on. Yeah. Is his unending, unwavering support and admiration. And that's your sacrifice. Yep. The only person who still thought you were an unquestionable good guy. Cause he doesn't know that Ben knows the secrets yet. No. Otherwise Ben would fucking probably be dead. Yeah, Eight proton torpedoes up his asshole. Yeah. And Ben hasn't told Luke yet about Jason's secrets. No. It's oh, who's going to love you now, Jason. It's just amazing that I, I really like that Karen Travis wrote it out straight out like that. Yeah. Because it's uh, okay. It's done now. Enough of the mystery and the intrigue and the, uh, the, uh, what do you call that when you're not being specific? Vagueness. Yes, exactly. Thank mm. you. Enough of that. Lay it out. The sacrifice was Ben's love and admiration. The immortalization was Ben's love for his own mother. So the tassels were a lot about Ben. Which in turn will immortalize Ben's hatred for Jason. Yeah. When he eventually finds out. Eventually, everyone will hate him for what he has done. Even Tenelka and Alana. So the sacrifice isn't just Ben. No. It's everyone. Everyone. He was the he was like the the paragon. He was like the example of loving Jason. Mm-hmm. Everybody else does to varying degrees of approving of what he's doing as adults. They're all adults, right? It's all over when any when anybody finds out as that soon as he somebody killed finds his aunt. Yeah. It's over. There's your sacrifice. It didn't matter who it was. Ultimately, it didn't. Any family member of yours would have fit the bill to make you irredeemable in everybody else's eyes. But Jason says, that's future probs, bro. That's future Jason's problem. That would be years in the future. Now was the time for a man who'd once been Jason Solo to shoulder that responsibility for the galaxy's sake. Jason took off the helmet, looked into his own eyes, and didn't flinch. Kytus, he said. My name is Darth Kytus. Bum, bum, bum! Now we'll get more into that name, I think, in the in the review. Yeah, let's not kill ourselves over analyzing it right now. But off the top of my head, I like it, and I always did. But that's all for book five, Legacy of the Force, Sacrifice. It's a good ending. 
Jason Solo has ascended to Darth Kytus. Just wild ride. Last four chapters, man. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Catch us next week when we hit the review preview episode where we recap, summarize, and basically cast judgment on the entire book five sacrifice (laughs) and uh, look forward to book six, Inferno. We'll look, read the back cover, speculate wildly, incorrectly, and idiotically. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Arise, Doth Kaidas. Ooh. Ooh. Creepy. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.